this is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining us for the 12th episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. The Clutter Chronicles podcast is an ongoing conversation with Mary, who describes herself as a recovering hoarder. Mary lets me ask her anything I want to help me understand how she got here and how she's going about her recovery process. Last time, we heard about Mary returning to her childhood home where it all began. In today's conversation, Mary experiences resistance after her recent success getting rid of some of her vintage clothing collection. Hi, I'm back. It's Lori, and I've got Mary here. And we left our last conversation um, wondering what had happened with uh, a project that you were working on. And then you said that you had two mass exoduses. So we've got some catching up to do on, on the progress you've been making. And I know our last conversation, you were, you were a little discouraged sounding and, and, uh, well, that sucks. It seems like that's kind of normal progress, two steps forward, one step back kind of thing. And, and so sorry to hear you were, um, sorry to hear you are, Discouraged, but you have had some recent successes, and I want to I want to hear about them because we want to cheer you on, Mary. So bring us up to speed. Okay. First of all, do you remember where we left off um, a couple times ago with your bed? Was you had gone to the the woman who took vintage clothing? Mm-hmm. You. We're going to give some to Goodwill, but you brought it back in the house because you wanted to switch bins around. Right. And then you had laid it all out on your bed so that you wouldn't forget about it. Right. Because you said, I'll, I'd never sleep on it, and I wouldn't throw it on the floor. <laughs> so if that's ringing any bells, yes, uh, ringing you bells. can let us know what happened with that. You know, it's interesting because uh, this is a... It's funny. In my head, I think I, I was thinking I had two mass exoduses, but what it really was was one was a recovery from, um, uh, like a, what I would call disaster recovery, and then the second one was a mass exodus. So I guess there was only one. So that's my true confession. All right. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Did the disaster recovery get out of the house? Well, Did that get recovered? What happened is... Um, so there's a there's a momentum that gets things out of the house and then there's the momentum that makes me hold on. And it's almost as if it's an entity. I don't know how to explain it. Mm-hmm. And my tricks around this entity is to take pictures, write it down, um sell it, um something to get it out of my hands. And um I'm very aware of it and it's 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 what I've been fighting all along. Um, but when I last talked to you, I had all this stuff on my bed because I wanted to get rid of it before that momentum was lost. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is it's the act of getting rid of it to goodwill or to the unknown is when the momentum of the of the the pushback comes. It, and it's really kind of funny. I thought that maybe I had this head start and I could um, plow through it and it, it defeated me. And what that meant is um, I had to put it in order for the next momentum. Mm-hmm. 
And it looks ridiculous from the outside because why are you organizing stuff you're getting rid of? But it's, it's what I have to do in what I call sheer desperation. So there's this need for normalcy. There's need for moving on. And it's obviously obvious to me that I've hit this wall and I'm not getting anywhere. So what I did is I put these items that were on my bed in boxes, um, cardboard boxes, which are an indicator they're going out. And um, let them sit for days and beat myself up and talk to my friends about how I need to get this done and I can't. And then um, we're planning for this trip. And I'm, it's something about going on a trip where you realize, oh my gosh, um, I can't leave the house looking like this. And I can't leave my husband with these boxes. And the momentum started up again. Mm -hmm. So I contacted my friend, who is this uh, really neat lady that I met last year, who takes scrap material and turns them into needed items. And what that could be is T-shirts, they turn them into diapers for third world countries. Or if it's scraps of material, they turn them into dog beds. Um, they, they do a whole bunch of stuff. They quilt. They take good material and quilt. And um, she's kind of my lifesaver because I have a lot of stuff that is only good for scrap or material, like um, old T-shirts or stained, like paint on the T-shirts or whatever. And she's my outlet. And I called her up and knew I was going to be in the area and could I deliver these. I set myself up. I basically stacked the deck against mm -hmm. myself. And um, so I had to do it. it against was, the entity. Against the I entity, yes. Uh -huh. And it's, it's this logic of I'm going to be in the area. I've called her now. She's expecting it. You cannot back out. It's It's... The only thing that works for me when it's these things mm -hmm. that I'm not sure how to let go of. And it's so stupid because I don't want it. This is stuff I literally do not want, yet I can't let it go. And it just it infuriates me. So the only way to get over that hurdle is to set this up. So she's all excited. She told me the last time I gave her stuff, she, she everyone raved about it all, which is like the best thing to tell me, even if it's a lie. <laughs> no, it's yourself. <laughs> Your stuff is awesome. And um, I felt this motiv motivation coming. It was like this momentum. In fact, it's crazy because I'm supposed to be packing for the trip, but I'm really excited about doing this the day before. And I started going through things differently and looking for things that I could throw in. I ended up finding, you know, I've been washing this clothing and, and linens forever things that I still keep coming in. Um, long story on how that happens. It's part of the family stuff. Um, and then I'll say, well, maybe I need that blanket. But when this comes, and I know she can use it, it pries it out of my hands. Mm -hmm. So I gave her three huge boxes of just stuff, of material, and included some stuffed toys that I washed but also some brand new stuffed toys, and I pointed them out to her. These were never, ever played with. And they even give um, homeless kids a birthday gift on their birthday, and they get to go in the birthday room and pick mm -hmm. out their toys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the, the older stuffed toys they might use for dogs, you know, something like that. 
but they or they give them to the um, firemen who give them out to kids when they're rescuing them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, somehow I brought her a carload the day before I was leaving for on, on this trip, and it had a huge impact on me because I just I felt such relief that it was gone. Mm-hmm. But what really um, toyed with me is that this isn't even the good stuff. I've been getting rid of the good stuff. Actually, almost easier than hmm. the crap. Okay. I don't know what that means. That's intriguing. <laughs> so You don't know what that means? I don't know what it means. Um, I know that in therapy, it's about giving up on stuff. It's, it's, which is in turn about giving up on me or giving up on others. And it's about... Uh, exhausting all possibilities of use for something and and you know the 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 great part is that she's asking for it and then there's this thing of well if she wants it maybe I want it I don't know what that is I think Mm -hmm. that's envy um it's definitely uh nutty I mean (laughs) I, I don't I don't know how to explain it any other way and um, to explain it to my husband, I think he would just look at me like, who are you? What, what, what are you talking about? This is so silly. And I think part of me knows that. And I think that's the resistance I have to even facing up to it. It's this um, convergence of thoughts, of silly thoughts, of ridiculous thoughts, and and an answer, yet even the answer, I'm resisting. And it just is like a, a storm of, of things I don't know how to mm-hmm. handle. So um, I would say getting that stuff to her was almost better than the selling of the stuff to the vintage lady. Mm-hmm. Because this stuff has a grasp on me mm-hmm. somehow. I, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. But I've talked to him for, I've, I've explained to him, my husband, that there's going to be a mass exodus one day. <laughs> That's why I was using that term. Mm-hmm. And I think he's given up on that dream. <laughs> <laughs> but this was one. Mm-hmm. It was a big wave. Well, it sounds like it. If this was maybe, would you say this is the most stubborn? That's the word I like to use yes. when I'm thinking about this stuff, that stubborn or sticky Things that are the hardest, hardest, hardest um, to let go. Would you put this carload in that category? Yeah, because I've had it for some time. I've been collecting it for some time. Uh And there's this thing about putting like things together that I like to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's a logical thing. You know, if I have mismatched socks, they go with the other mismatched socks. And I already have a new pile set up for her. <laughs> like, I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. So it has nothing to do with a logic that you and I are having right now. Mm-hmm. It's something I fight when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a huge accomplishment. Well, yay. <laughs> Major yay. Yeah, it's embarrassing. 
All right. You have to allow yourself to celebrate. Yes. I'm, I'm in this funk right now. I don't the, know what this is. The progress. But I get it. I get that you wish you weren't even yeah, here. So yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah, right. So what? Right. Celebrate what? Right. What normal people don't have any trouble with? Right. I mean, I can just hear that going on in your brain. Right. Um, now, this has been my belief. And you tell me if you noticed it in your life. When you clear out clutter something that you no longer want, it frees up energy. Yes. Did you notice yes. energy freed up yep. after this? I did. I. It was like, and it's weird because this clutter, um, I mean, yes, three boxes left, but in the, in the amount of Oh, my of God, stuff. if you would have brought a handful <laughs> of the hardest thing for you to give away, right. I think that would still have cleared I, I guess energy. you're right. And, and that's, that's the all or none part of me. Mm-hmm. And it's this, I got to do it right or not do it at all. And it... Bullshit. Me, I know. <laughs> and this is even funnier is I had stuff in the dryer waiting to, to go to her, and I threw it in the car and forgot to give it to her. Mm-hmm. And it just irked me. Oh. <laughs> You didn't turn around? <laughs> That's what my husband said. But by the time I figured it out, we were, I was halfway to my next meeting, so okay. I couldn't. Yeah, I the couldn't. ecological yeah. Mary would never yeah. oh. waste the right. gas. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we got a lot of constraints I'm working in. <laughs> it's really difficult being me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so and it is funny because... It is something I celebrate, but at the same time, I'm I'm now in that disaster recovery again, and I'm at an, a one where I feel defeated, and it, it's it's this constant cycle of, yay, oh I'm not getting anything done, yay I got that done, and then it gets to a point where the yays make no sense, like no one else would say yay about that yay, <laughs> hmm. so it's it's a battle. And um, it's it's ongoing and it's relentless. Uh. <laughs> I I feel I feel for you. I really do. Yeah. I can see why this would just be a cycle of stuckness that would be really hard to to get out of. Well, and you know I've helped other hoarders. I've gone into their house and helped them part with stuff, and mm-hmm. I've even. You know, uh, I've done that for many years, but I mean, recently, as my recovering hoarder, I've been helping with the rule that I don't bring anything back, although I have brought some recycling back, but that's going straight to this recycling. Um, I have to use that caveat because that's the truth. But um, so I know that I'm able to help others. So therefore, you'd think that I could have someone else come and help me. I understand the barriers of when they don't call me because I have those same barriers. And it's something about um, it's got to be done by me. It, it has to go through my head. And I think that's what is so frustrating about it is um, for the most part it really does. But you could get help, which would hurry it up. Right. So when I help people, mm-hmm. I don't say, okay, you go in this room and I'll go in that room and I'll see you in the car with a box of your stuff. <laughs> right. I would never. Right. And I don't think anyone would. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm just going to talk about me. 
I almost act more as a witness to people mm. than anything. And I ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So it's not me touching stuff. It's not me deciding anything. Mm-hmm. It's me saying, gosh, I just noticed you say whatever. Um, but I got it as a gift. Mm-hmm. That is like mm-hmm. number one classic. Mm-hmm. I can't get rid of it because I'd feel guilty because it was a gift. Right. And so I might say, I doubt she'd want you to keep something out of guilt. Mm-hmm. And then permission freeze, and it goes in the goodwill donation garbage, whatever it is, pile. And right. that's that's the help I would want to provide. Right. Not touching your stuff mm-hmm. and not making any, any decisions. Well, and what's interesting about that is it's, it's like having someone there sheds a light on the silliness. It's like there's something about... While you're by yourself, you can make believe whatever you want about that item. But if someone's there and saying, what are you going to do with that item? And you're honest, you realize, like you say, a pattern. Like maybe I'm keeping these because of guilt or whatever. Right. And so I guess what I'm saying is I know I'm, I would be making more progress with help. And I, I have been help for others. And you could actually help me, yet I haven't gotten to that point where I'll let you do it. <laughs> but I'm acknowledging it. <laughs> there you go. You are. And I, I do not want to have this same conversation 10 years from now. <laughs> okay. Or even a year from now. Okay, I was going to say, let's, let's try to pull that, <laughs> rein that in. Yeah, rein that but in a little it, bit. But, I mean, it's, it's so uh, arbitrary. Right. And as soon as I said that, I thought, well, yeah, you want to get, you want to get healthy as soon as you can, right. but you also want to get there and not gain your twenty pounds right back right. because you didn't make any changes. Right. You know, this is a lifestyle change that you're talking about here. Right. So whatever that timeline is. Well, I guess another reason why I bring this up in this way is that we are experiencing right now my resistance. I am in resistance, like. Yes, I've made some progress, but that's in spite of me being in the resistance. It's it's not like um, I've I I will have um, moments where it's clear clear, and I can make a quick decision, and then I'll be like, "Who the heck was that?" But it's not dependable. And a really interesting thing happened to me on Friday when I was packing. Is I had grabbed my dad's. Medi- uh, medicine dispenser, old one that he used to have, and you know it's got AM, PM, AM, PM, or PM, PM, or I don't know what it is, but anyway, it's got two for AM, two for PM, and they come out of this little case that holds them. But what the reason why I, we don't use them anymore is they flip open, mm-hmm. and so you can't use them for travel. And I'd forgotten about that. I grabbed them from wherever I found them and thought we could use them, and I was getting ready to go pick him up. And I grabbed those, and I looked at them and realized that they're of no use. And I immediately put them in the recycle bin. And I thought, usually that has to go through a couple channels before it gets there. It's usually, well, what else could I use it for? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a huge victory because I did it as I'm in the life moment mm-hmm. versus setting aside a day to decide what to do with stuff. And the more I could get it into my life moment, 
the more things will go because setting aside a day is hard to do when you have a day to do that. Oh, do I love how you describe that. A life moment. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I need more. <laughs> well, that's it, it helps to have a, a beacon, right, mm-hmm. of what you're trying to achieve mm-hmm. and to see that you, you can do that. Right. And like we just talked about, increasing the times that you can do that is your goal. You right. know you can do that. Right. Can you do it more? Can you do it it's almost like an exercise. The majority of the time, mm-hmm. right. It absolutely is. It's a Strengthen muscle. Strengthen a muscle mm-hmm. and say, to heck with that. In fact, when I helped some friends last year with their move, and they were so good at quickly going through stuff, it kind of got me jumping like, oh, wow, I could sort through things a little faster mm-hmm. than what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps to have role models right. to see people do things that were like, what? <laughs> That's how you do that? Right. Wow. I've been operating in my own reality, haven't I? <laughs> right. Well, Mary, and you maybe already know this, but you have a really, really high standard for what many people would just chuck. Right. It almost sounds impossible mm-hmm. to find the, the exact person who can reuse something for everything you get rid of. Right. Whew, right. That's heavy. It's stupid. <laughs> it's like a... It's... It's a setup. It's a setup for me to fail, and, and I'm recognizing that as I get closer to the goal of you know like let's say let's say you're moving and you know that final walk through sweep through where you have to clean the bathrooms and the kitchen floor before you leave like Mm -hmm. let's say you're leaving an apartment you have absolutely no energy for that because you've been moving yeah you've spent it already and i'm getting to a point where i'm in my life where that's where these decisions are becoming they're becoming that just toss it mary just we don't have time for that kind of feeling and i've been instead um given it like so much so much time that you'd think it was like a diamond each each item so yes it how i have it set up is is a a lose-lose situation Right. I must save the world from all the waste right. that is happening and is rampant. And if it's not me, oh my God, what's going to, yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a big burden. It's a, it's, it, and it's ridiculous when I talk about it, but it's what goes around in my head when mm-hmm. I'm in, in it. Mm-hmm. So this resistance is that. But what's beautiful is by talking about it, I'm almost chipping at that resistance anyway. You know, even yeah. even if... Yes, with each item that's going, it's helping, but I also have to call a spade a spade. And it's, I recognize, it's really hard to say this because I'm in the middle of it, but I recognize the ridiculousness of it. And that's what's, um, that's why I'm crying for help, basically. I think we should stop right here. We heard about the recovery. Now we need to hear about the mass exodus. And that yeah. ends today's really chronicle. Exodus, yeah. we'll Thank you for time. listening, Thank you. for being part of this conversation, and supporting our work. We really appreciate it. If you like what you're hearing, help us get the word out by telling others about our podcast. You can find us on Twitter at ClutterCron, as well as on our Patreon site. It isn't a show without the music and engineering magic of Michael Koppelman. Find out more on his website at lowlife.com, L-O-L-I-F-E dot com. 
We hope to see you again to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles. Clutter Chronicles.